Hi everyone, welcome to Block Shots. My name is Gautam Dhameja and in this episode of the podcast, I'm going to talk about smart contracts. First of all, let's talk about the term itself. So smart contracts are not essentially contracts. They don't look like, you know, legal contracts that we sign generally. They're actually very different and I'll explain how. So blockchains have transactions which are used to update the state of the blockchain or at least which are used to propose an update to the state of the blockchain. For example, let's take Bitcoin. When the user actually wants to transfer some Bitcoin from one account to the other, they would be calling a function on the node. This function is essentially the transfer function. And when the user calls this function with the appropriate inputs, and when it executes on the blockchain, then it becomes a transaction. So on a blockchain, transactions are nothing but function calls from the users. And this is exactly how you would define an interaction from a user on a blockchain, right? Generally, when you use a software, you are calling a function somewhere or the other. And on the blockchain as well, you are calling a function and it becomes a transaction. Now, let's talk about scenarios where just the transfer function is not enough, where people want to actually do something else. Let's take a supply chain scenario where two parties are more interested in actually tracking the location and the status of goods, and they're not interested in actually transferring any money to each other. What do they do? They cannot do that using a Bitcoin blockchain. So that is where smart contracts come into the picture. Smart contracts are nothing but a way to actually put some business logic on top of a blockchain, which can be executed on all the nodes of the chain. So essentially, smart contracts are your decentralized business logic. They are nothing else. They are not actually contracts in themselves, but they are a group of functions. Sometimes a smart contract can have one function. Sometimes it can have more than one. They are more like, you know, classes of object-oriented programming languages. They can have multiple functions in, in themselves. They can have some state. They can have some behavior. And then they are compiled and deployed on the blockchain. So first of all, a user would write the smart contract code, which would have some functions and some state variables. These functions would manipulate these state variables, just like in, in any other software program. Once this code is complete from the user's perspective, they would then compile it in the blockchain's native language. For example, in the Ethereum blockchain, the smart contract code is written in the Solidity programming language, and it is compiled into bytecode. This bytecode then is deployed on the blockchain itself using a special transaction. This particular transaction takes as input the bytecode of a smart contract. When this transaction executes on the chain, this would then deploy this smart contract on the blockchain. Let me give you a brief example. Let's talk about the supply chain scenario itself. So let's say the supply chain blockchain where there are two or more parties interested in tracking the state and location of goods. So their smart contracts would have broadly two functions, record state and record location. And this would be deployed on the chain. Now, when these parties would want to record the state of the goods, they would call this record state function with the parameters that they have defined in the smart contract. And this would be executed on the chain on all the nodes. And this makes sure that every node has the exact same state of this particular good. So this could have, let's say, the state of the goods becomes manufactured to delivered to sold and something like that. And every time this function is called, the state is updated on all the nodes of the blockchain. And this is how smart contracts work. 
So basically, smart contracts are a way to extend the business logic of a blockchain. And this is very important in making blockchains useful in a lot of scenarios, because just the transfer of cryptocurrency can allow some fundamental use cases about fintech, but they cannot serve all the use cases of blockchain. So this was in very brief about smart contracts, what they are, how they are used, and generally how they are built. Thank you for listening. Please do not forget to subscribe to the podcast and stay tuned for the next episodes. Ciao.